0: You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com and beat writer for the Mavs gaming team. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? It's so funny
1: when you, when you say that.
0: Because <laughs> it's kind of true. Uh,
1: so, pretty cool is, so today they introduced the new esports facility to the actual team. And
0: we're talking about the I, NBA 2K League where there's actual uh t- NBA team sponsored esports teams that they play NBA 2K and there's players and all this stuff and the Mavs have a team in case you haven't heard about it yet.
1: Mavs have a team. They are building a an esports facility in downtown Dallas. If you're familiar with Dallas it's in Deep Ellum and uh, it's kind of like the premiere of that to the actual team not for the public yet. So that's why you got, you didn't see, I tweeted one picture and it was kind of like borderline. I wasn't supposed to, but uh, can't <laughs> really play. share too much about it yet because it's not, uh, it's not officially, I haven't had a grand opening for the public, but, but it's they've coming. posted,
0: they've posted like renderings and like ideas of it yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty
1: impressive. So we walked through it today. They showed the team. It was really cool. Uh, got to hang out with the team today and uh, just talked to the guy. I hadn't met dimes yet, so. It was cool to meet him. Um, he's a cool guy, really cool dude. Can cool he shoot in person?
0: Gun.
1: I don't know. They <laughs> that, they don't have the goal up yet. They do have. Oh a, yeah, they're
0: gonna have an indoor basketball hoop.
1: They got all this. They stuff. have a kitchen. We walked into their kitchen. They have this like really fancy kitchen. They had a a, a monitor on the wall, and Fortnite was going on in the on the wall. Um, they have they have a bunch of LED stuff uh, going around. They have like they're in the process of building the esports stage. They're in like the main portion of it. They have a locker room. They have offices. They have all of their like couches and chairs and everything have the Mavs Gaming logo like stitched into it. And like the area to where they like practice, it's it's wild. They have, you know, this top notch computers and all these fancy desks. And it's sitting on like a court. And so it's like a Mavs Gaming court. And they're going to have a 10 foot goal. And one, this is probably the coolest part that. I got to tell the guys that somebody had told me from the Mavs. It's built into the side of Mark Cuban's house. <laughs> not not exactly. Um, they did have some quotes on the wall, and one of the quotes was from Conor McGregor, which is pretty cool. Um, Interesting. But
0: one of the conference was it. Room I tables, own Mavs Gaming. Is that his quote? <laughs> that is not. I own quote. Mavs Gaming.
1: <laughs> one of the conference room tables is made out of the 2011 championship court. Wait,
0: wait, hold on. Say that again. (laughs) What is made out of the court?
1: One of the conference room, like, tables to where they meet at is made out of 2011 championship court from that year.
0: Okay, so that tells me two things. Uh Uh-oh. One, that they really, really think that this thing is going to, like, work out long-term and be something. Oh, there would be a huge problem. I mean, they're building a 20,000-foot eSports facility. Yeah, yeah, all of this says that. And two... That means that there's some warehouse out there with the 2011 championship floor wood just like hanging out there somewhere (laughs) and locked on Mavs scavenger hunt. That's the first thing on the list. Find the (laughs) warehouse. Find the wood for the 2011 championship floor. Find it. It's out there.
1: (laughs) No, so uh, at some point. It
0: it has to be out there somewhere. It's just hanging out. Or do you think they had this table already made and they didn't have a, a use for it yet? I have no clue. That means that wood's been sitting there for like seven years somewhere. <laughs> and They just now found a good use for it. I don't
1: know. I'm sure they could have found somewhere at the new offices for it. Anyway, it's a, it's a super fancy facility. When it's officially open, people from the community will be able to come in and play different games and have fun with it. It's going to be very uh, community friendly and stuff like that. So
0: There's not even anything in the new locker room with the 2011 wood. So I'm still hung up on that. Anyway, it's cool. Uh
1: you should be able to see some videos and stuff on it soon. So
0: Yeah, we're excited about it. It'll be cool. Uh and it's cool because you guys will be able to actually use it. I mean, a lot of people are are wondering why does why should I care about this? And soon you're gonna have this like weird, like free arcade thing that you can just come and play against people and maybe the map's gaming people. And I think that's when when that opens, that's when we do our first like meetup. Uh, of lockdown maps, like we do a like maybe we do a live one from there. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe we do something like that. So that's we're excited about that. We're interested in seeing that today. What we're gonna be talking about is we're gonna go through all of the <laughs> dead or alive playoff teams, and we're gonna look at them as uh, how they can affect the Mavericks going forward. So are they gonna blow it up? There's been a lot of talk about the the Raptors who are about to get swept right now. Uh, there's like five minutes left in the fourth as we're recording this. But are, are they, like, if they get swept, do they have to move? Do they have to move on from some guys? Do they have to change some guys? Would the maps be interested in any of those guys? Uh, teams like the Sixers, Wizards, I think, are big in this. Uh, the Heat, what do the Heat do now? Uh, the Bucks? do they have to make some moves? Is it just coaching or maybe players? I mean, there's OKC, what is OKC going to do? Paul George and all this stuff. Portland, Portland's got a lot of questions. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go through all the teams. I think let's just go through them one by one. I'll name sure. I'll, I'll rattle them off and then we'll just say, okay, there, nothing. Like there's no, going to be no movement for the Mavericks side or maybe there's something. So we'll bring up all of those. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And uh, and of course Isaac gave us the little rundown about Maps Gaming. That's our update. Every 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 pod will give an update about Maps Gaming because the people love it. Just kidding. There are a couple of people that really don't like it at all. <laughs> it and ends- we
1: talked about it before. We I understand it might not be for everybody, but it's the off season, so they're gonna have one game a week, so it's not gonna be like. You know, every single day, something like that. It's just something fun, like to keep track of. And I know people in the office or at the mavs.com, they're, or, you know, the Mavericks office, they're into it and following along and all this stuff. So it's just something new, something cool, and yeah.
0: Yeah, and we—I promise to everybody—if we're going to do a whole podcast on Mavs gaming, we will let you know beforehand. We'll be like, "Hey, oh, this yeah. is all going to be Mavs gaming. Like that's all we're going to do." And we might do a couple of those. I think I'm going to try to get some of them on the pod. Uh, but if you're interested in more of the whole gaming network, Je- Jeff Eisenband is starting a podcast called the 102 Pod. Uh, so if you're interested in all that kind of stuff, if you're interested in the 2K League, which I th- I i've actually really enjoyed it you can go follow him and, and go to his pod he actually had uh episode one has dimes and the head coach of mavs gaming on it so uh we'll have to check that out it just just dropped today so um uh, there you go all right let's uh let's get into our playoff teams in just one second all right isaac let's start right away with the teams that got the teams that uh Got swept in the first round. Let's go ahead, uh, Portland. This is a so really... was they there only one team? That's true. They are the only team. There's th- another team that's going to get swept in the second round. But, oh, yeah. Uh, also, the like the Heat got gentlemen-sweeped, and so did the Spurs, and so did <laughs> yeah, the Timberwolves. Like They got gentlemen-swept. <laughs> <laughs> that still counts to me. Yeah. So, okay, fun. Portland, the only team, as Isaac mentioned, to get swept in the first round. They, they they've got some weird stuff. I mean, they have a weird cap sheet. It, it doesn't really make sense to me. Uh the things that they done. The, the 2016 summer was not good for them. They they signed you know, Myers Leonard to this huge deal, Evan Turner to this huge deal. They got McCollum and Lillard. Let's start with those two guys. McCollum and Lillard, do you think that they should break those two up?
1: Um I think it's I think it's due time. I I don't I just don't see him dealing Lillard. I think he's just yeah. part. He's just he represents them just so much. I like think he's probably really going to be
0: third or fourth in MVP voting this year.
1: Yeah, I mean he probably like he, will. I mean he might make five.
0: first team All NBA. I mean that's that's massive.
1: Yeah, so I, I think it just comes down to McCollum and man, there's people across the league that just absolutely love McCollum. I, I like McCollum too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Then it just comes down to what can you get for him because I think ideally you look at it and say, okay, well. I think what we need is a wing and a wing or something like Okay, cool. Big. So does everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, cool. Everybody wants that. So what wing on the market would be, you know, good enough to match McCollum's value. And it's just, it gets really difficult when you look at that. So Portland's cab situation, I mean, it gets really tough as far as what all they can do. So I think for a Mavericks perspective, it just really comes down to two things. I don't see any any way possible Dallas could, you know, we're gonna be talking about Dallas's trade chips a lot in this podcast. I don't see you know their top trade pick or you know trade pieces is a 2018 pick, Dennis Smith Jr. 2019 see, pick, 2019 pick, yeah, whatever. Um, I mean that's that's a valuable piece. That's gonna be a lottery piece again. Yeah, and then you look at Harrison Barnes. So it's just like yeah. I think the McCollum thing starts with I don't see him giving up the 2018 pick for McCollum, you know, especially if it's like top three something like that. Don't Dennis wouldn't make sense. So that, I think it just it starts and ends with
0: Harrison Barnes of would Dallas do Barnes for CJ McCollum and and would that help the Blazers at all? Like I, I it would help them in a way, but it wouldn't help them enough to to warrant giving up a guy that could potentially be an All Star at some point.
1: Yeah, I mean, Portland just has to weigh weigh the thing of do you want to just switch up the pieces and hope it works out for the best? I mean, you were the three seed this year. How much better are you going to be next year with whoever you get? You were the three seed. So.
0: Yeah, the, the thing about – I was saying that they were the three seed. I mean, they were so close to – I mean, they were, what, three games away from being out of the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, it, it's yeah. just so close to three or four games from being completely out. So it's it's so close in that that they could have been the seven seed as easily as they were the third, team, the third in the West.
1: If I'm them and there's not another big that comes open on the market, a, a big that – I just I, I think McCollum's really good, so like if you just can't get like really good value for it, and even a draft pick, even like if Dallas was like, hey, we'll give you our pick, what's that telling telling Dame? You know, we're gonna yeah, you know, trade off McCollum. So my thing for Portland is I think I would hold on to McCollum and I would go after a smaller deal, like looking at your twenty fourth pick in the draft and saying somebody can have the 24th pick if you take one of our contracts of like Myers Leonard or like Evan Turner or somebody like that. The one of those two contracts. I don't know if you're going to find it, but like in tying that into Dallas that has cap space, if you don't think you're going to really be able to use that cap space, would it be worth taking on the contract of Myers Leonard to get the 24th pick in the first round? Would
0: Myers Leonard and Dwight Powell be best of friends? Best buddies. I mean, just perfect fit. Who do you think is older, C.J. McCollum or Harrison Barnes? Uh, McCollum. McCollum is a year older than than Harrison Barnes. It hmm. just feels like McCollum is still like a young up and comer, like guy that's just yeah. coming into his own. But he's still he's. I mean, he he was a four year player in in college, and so coming out, I mean, he was oh not behind the eight ball, but he was he was already starting with those you know at twenty two. Instead, this is also year, This was year three of McCollum and Dame by themselves. And so year four, it, it's sort of the same thing the Raptors are sort of in, is like, you know, okay, we've run with these guys, we've run with these guys, at what point do they decide to just blow it up? You know, like the Clippers did that this year with when Chris Paul kind of made that decision for them. Uh, and I think the same could be said for Damian Lillard. He's not a free agent, but he also had that meeting with their owner this uh, this past season. He sat down with them and was like, hey, we, you know, Talk about the franchise moving forward pieces and, and moves that need to be made. And, like, there was like one specific player that he was pointing out. I can't remember off the top of my head who Will it was. Will Barton. Will Barton. He was upset that they didn't re sign Will Barton or get Will Barton or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's got specific things that he wants to happen. And so, could he make a bigger push for them to try to, to move one of these guys? Uh, let's just looking through these guys guys that I'd be interested in for the Mavericks. Perspective, like just players on their roster, I'd be interested in. Uh, probably a Minu again. Like if we get if we get a Minu yeah. back, that's like a huge upgrade on uh, on uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, right? Like it's just the yeah. the, the better the best version of him. Like Dorian Finney-Smith should hope to become Alfredo Um Connaughton, probably I'm, I'm interested in Colum- McCollum, I guess uh, Harkless.
1: I like Harkless. In- and that, Collins that was, for sure. You know Harkless makes ten a year in... And- That would be the deal that if they came at me at 24 and said, we'll give you Harkless and the 24th pick. And Harkless is
0: 24. There's some synergy in that deal right
1: there. (laughs) Will you take on Harkless's contract for the 24th pick? And that would be intriguing to me because I like Harkless. I think he could be a serviceable, like switchy wing for the Mavericks. Yeah. And then you get another first round pick. So, but would it be worth 10 million in cap space this summer, which could be huge, and- to get
0: an extra cost-controlled player at the 24th pick? Which we don't. need. I mean, we're gonna do our first-round mock at some point this year, and uh, we'll see who's even gonna be there <laughs> at 24. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. So that's Portland. Uh, they're very, very interesting team going forward. Uh, real let's quick,
1: to- real quick, would you be interested in any situation of signing Nurkic?
0: No, not at all
1: yeah I'm, I'm not I'm no, out on no. him i me I'm, too
0: i'm gonna be very specific with with bigs like i I just need you to to do very specific certain things you know if you're gonna be a big on the mavericks roster I agree you need to be like my two k player I'm a sharp shooting rim protector and I had twenty rebounds in one game and then the very next game it came out and scored twenty points whatever the team needs me to do to win me and Dennis <laughs> with a pick and pop action by the way the game the game is so funny because uh JJ Barea is very good at pick and pops and Dennis Smith oh. Jr will never pass me the ball unless I ask for it. <laughs> so, I don't know if it knows that, but
1: <laughs> it knows.
0: It must know. Okay, let's move on to another uh, Western Conference team in San Antonio. I don't think there's very much for the Mavericks. There is though. They have a restricted free agent in Kyle Anderson. This is a guy we've not talked about very often, but he's your guy, Isaac. Do you have any interest potentially in uh in Kyle Anderson, other other free agents they're gonna have this summer. Tony Parker's unrestricted. Danny Green is a player option. Rudy Gay is a player option. Joffrey Laverne is a player option. It's kind of an interesting guy. Uh Davis Bertans is an unrestricted free agent. Bryn Forbes is an unrestricted free agent. Uh yeah, and that that those are kind of their free agents. The rest are kind of all signed up. Kawhi also, that's a huge situation that we've already discussed a whole podcast about. You can go back and listen to that. So we're not going to talk too much about Kawhi, but
1: yeah, besides Kawhi, there's hardly anybody I'm really interested in. There's one, if Danny Green does opt out, I I do like Danny Green. And if he opts in, would you trade Dwight Powell for Danny Green?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah well, how how old Danny Green?
1: Yeah, I know. It's a little tricky. He's kind of. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, Spurs could use an athletic big kind of like Powell to go with Aldridge or go with um, Pau Gasol, something like that.
0: Danny and Green's then, gonna be 31 this summer.
1: Is he really? Oh my gosh, he just blew my mind. Bro, I, I remember him dunking on, Oh my gosh. At Duke. Like
0: that feels so old. Why does that feel so oh old? Oh my
1: gosh, that's wild, man. Danny Green was my boy <laughs> at UNC. I'm, like.
0: I'm I'd be really interested in Brent Forbes. Nah. bye. See he had that friends. thirty point game against the Mavericks last year that he's he's one of those guys that why are you not interested in Brent Forbes?
1: because i don't want another short point guard we got yogi he's a yogi two he's a two he's not a two he's like two foot tall <laughs> so yogi
0: was a two this year
1: i don't yeah but i'd take yogi over Bryn. what about davis i mean he's okay i'm just not really i don't really care too much
0: you would get him and me guys. confused too much so we couldn't we couldn't have him <laughs> on the roster uh and as we mentioned before we've already talked about the Kawhi thing and in, in great depth yeah Exactly. Golden State Warriors. There's. It doesn't seem like there's a lot to say, but they got a lot of random like young Bro, Looney.
1: F- Looney has been getting some massive minutes for them. He people are saying like people are saying he's their sixth best player. <laughs> I would. I will say this. Remember, remember the Jordan Bell hype train. Where did that? Yeah. Go? What, where did, just, what, what happened to him? It went off the cliff. Like he doesn't even hardly play at all. So like Looney's actually been getting some solid minutes against Atlanta. He's an Angel. unrestricted
0: Looney is an unrestricted free agent this summer. Him and McCall should be, right? McCall is unrestricted. unrestricted. Uh unrestricted. Swaggy P, we could get Zaza back. They're no. unrestricted. No, no.
1: I, th- they only have two guys I'm really interested in, Pat McCall and, and Looney.
0: Yeah. And for for the for the,
1: right, for the right like cost obviously. I, w- I would like them. I would I would love to take a swing at Pat McCall. We I could get JaVale back. Devo, him and McMahon could really have it out they hate each other <laughs> do they really yeah they really do that's, they got some uh, tough stories between each other that's so funny
0: yeah McCaw'd be interested in he's kind of fallen along the wayside remember when he played in the fi- like really clutch minutes in the yeah, finals last year <laughs> and remember when we, we went t-
1: into this season like crap man it's gonna be kind of hard they're probably he's probably in
0: like a next piece of their like team and stuff now it's just like we got to call that something. It's either the, the the Warriors or Spurs effect where you just get a guy that just all of a sudden steps up into a moment but then just can't back it up the rest of the year. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? They just seem to to walk into those. But yeah, Looney for sure and McCall, those are guys I'd definitely be interested in. Uh, would you take a flyer on Jordan Bell?
1: Oh, I would take Jordan Mail for sure, but yeah. I mean he's under contract and so, stuff. So yeah,
0: they just have some weird stuff going on. Uh, KD has a player option. Steph's big contract. He's gonna be he, Steph's gonna be making thirty seven million next year. Yeah, that's Get wild. That money. All right, from the uh from the timing it looks like we're only gonna be able to get to the Western Conference this year. Oh my uh, gosh, we're only at twenty minutes, Nick. Keep on this going. year. Why did I just say this year? This year. <laughs> no, Isaac, we also have five pods to do this week. So let's let's slow up. We'll do we'll do some more another day. But uh, we still got some more to do, so let's move on to uh the New Orleans Pelicans right after this. All right, New Orleans Pelicans. Isaac, if the New Orleans Pelicans, we've oh, talked sorry. about Boogie. We did a whole we did a whole entire podcast on Boogie. So, yeah. I, I don't think we need to really get into that. If you guys want to, it was last Friday, I believe we did that podcast. So, we don't really have to get into DeMarcus Cousins too much. Um, we other things that they have going on De, so DeMarcus Cousins is an unrestricted free agent like we mentioned. Uh, Rondo is an unrestricted free agent. You interested in him? Next <laughs> Rashad Vaughn, you remember him, he's an unrestricted free agent. Uh Ian Clark was a guy another guy. He, he's he had like the Pat McCaw effect where he he played in the finals and looked really good, and then all of a sudden he went to another team and can't even can't even uh, start for them. And then just random players. Listen to all these players that are gonna be <laughs> unrestricted free all agents. All these players I
1: have no interest in.
0: Jordan Crawford, DeAndre no. Liggins, Josh Smith. Yeah, that Josh Smith. Larry Drew the second, Walter Lemon Jr., Charles Cook, and Mike James. Is that Mike James like real Mike James or is that Phoenix? First Suns, off, Mike? half
1: these dudes are not even on this roster anymore. No. And
0: was that Mike James like the guy the guy in Phoenix, the two way player yeah. that they turned into a full yeah. contract and then they released him? What a the weird old scene. Maverick
1: Mike Mike James? No, yeah, it yeah was that dude.
0: that's the other Mike James I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I Mike got. Uh, I have no real interest in these guys. Um, None at all. I will Check say the this: yellow as a team option. That's kind of. Yeah.
1: No. Bye. I will say this about uh, remember when Dallas was rumored to be chasing Drew Holiday and everyone yes. freaked out. Oh, I
0: don't want Drew Holiday. He look real no, nice right he, now next to Dennis. He's
1: trash. He doesn't. He he's not healthy.
0: Yeah, he's looking awesome right now. So, man, I did not know he was such a good defender. Like that. That's become a big revelation this season. I, tell you, I think it's him and Terry Rozier of like the breakout stars of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, both those guys are. Rozier needs his own team. Like,
0: I love that guy. Like, Phoenix. but anyway, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and being... Drew Holiday, he signed. he signed a deal. He's making twenty six, twenty six point one for the next like four years. That's not yeah. a. That's not a bad deal. Mm,
1: I mean, as long as he can just stay healthy, his that's, health is that's just a big thing.
0: That was, we talked about him this summer. That was a, that was a
1: huge thing. Yeah, for them. but there's nobody else on that team. I mean, no. I've already said I wanted Buggy. So besides that, no.
0: What if they have to make... Okay, well, they, do they have anything that would make you take Solomon Hill? No. I don't think so either. No, they just traded their first to Chicago Yeah, also, it would so. have to be like a 2020 first, which, no. No. But 2020, uh, I think Anthony Davis could be gone by then.
1: <laughs> Unprotected 2020 pick. Just kidding.
0: He would have a player option that next year so. Huh. Uh Actually, no. Yeah, he could be gone.
1: Mm. Oh, well.
0: So no I don't know. The uh, twenty twenty Pelicans no. No. pick. That could be no. interesting. Okay, you're not interested. All right, no. the Utah Jazz. Uh the Utah Jazz of Utah. It's uh it's Kyle Collinsworth's home.
1: <laughs> also, I think uh, Eddie Sefko compared TJ McConnell to Collinsworth tonight. They, uh, yeah, no comment. Anyway, keep on going
0: they uh they have Derek Favors who's an unrestricted free agent that I'm sort of interested in that could be an interesting you guy you do like him I do he's only 26 hmm. he feels like he's older if you had to guess who, who, who was older Danny Green or Derek Favors before this podcast you'd probably Danny say Danny Fa- you'd probably say Derek Favors oh
1: yeah Danny I would have said Danny Green's younger for sure
0: uh, Dante Exum is the guy that's kind of interesting he's oh, gonna like be a restricted a free agent Jonas Jurebko has a team option uh why is Derrick Rose on here? Does Derrick Derek Rose sign with the Jazz? Did That's I forget about what that?
1: List you're, whatever list you're reading is from, like, I don't know. Because Rose, you know, got traded there and then, like, got cut and waived. So it's
0: it's not real. I don't know why it's still on this. Uh, Raul Neto is a restricted free agent. So the two guys we're really interested in is Exum and, uh, and Favors. What do you think about those two guys just briefly? We will go in depth on all these guys later in the summer, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess favors for the right price, but I do like XM a lot. I'm really, really intrigued about his price this summer because he's really played some decent defense on Harden. And yeah. it's kind of a bummer that he's not going to be playing in that last game, probably. I think the guy to look at that they might, that they're going to try to probably unload trade wise is Alec Burks because he's due $10 million.
0: Yeah, 11 over... and a million next year. And that's, that's he's going to be an unrestricted free agent after that. So, okay, so like – expiring. So, like, if you're them,
1: you know, Burks is. what? How old is Burks? Do you have.
0: I can look that up real me? quick. So, talk about something.
1: Yeah. So, Burks, like, if you're Utah, Utah's obviously in win now mode. So, like, they obviously overperformed this year. Burks can like, be
0: 27 in
1: July. Okay. So, like, in their situation, if I'm them, I'm looking at it and saying, man, what could we. Like, look how well we did this year. How can we get better next year without giving up? you know, Ingles, Gobert, whatever, you might lose favors. And I'm looking at the Burks contract saying, what could I put with that sal- like salary-wise to get an upgrade? And, like, would Dallas entertain Wes Matthews for Alec Burks straight up?
0: Or We're Alec always Burks- trying to send Wes back to places he's already been.
1: <laughs> well, it's just like he, I, he would fit perfect with that team, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, alongside Mitchell in the backcourt, he would give them defense. He would hit, you know – Outside shot and all that stuff. He'd be what they
0: really wanted Tabo T to be.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So like, you know, if if Dallas wouldn't do it straight up, I think Utah has cap space this summer, so I think they could do it straight up because both of them would be expiring contracts. Dallas would actually save eight million in cap space for the most part, trading West off for Burks' contract. Yeah. But then like would Utah like would Dallas fight enough to where they would say, Hey, give us the twenty first pick. And Burks for West Matthews. That's a, I think that's a solid deal mm.
0: for both sides. The thing about them is they don't really have any contracts they want to unload either. Yeah, well that,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, they
0: they I mean, have a pretty good cap sheet.
1: But where do you want? Where they have to upgrade somewhere? They still yeah. got Crowder coming back. You know, let's say they bring back. Yeah, you know, they're one of these Rubio. weird
0: teams that have like. Bs and As at every position. (laughs) You know what I mean. Like Ingles is probably a B. Rubio is probably a B. Gobert and and Gobert and Mitchell are As. Like they need to. to, That four spot is where they can really improve. With with that, like if favors walks and they try to find somebody else to fill that four spot, I feel like that. Or
1: they go small ball with Crowder or Ingles and so that the Burks contract is something I'm 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 interested in. He's still just a hair young enough to where i would be like yeah i take a flyer on that especially he's expiring contract and yeah but that's just something i'm looking at and of course like free agent wise i i would really uh keep a, a tab on uh exum and what his cost will be this summer
0: yeah exum and favors
1: oh yeah favors would be like my last resort you know it's like he would be like my zaza trade you know when they didn't get anybody yeah it's just like, oh, let's call Milwaukee and send what? like a fake second
0: rounder for Zaza. Or when they signed Andrew Bogan for like five minutes. They, stop it. They did. <laughs> All right, the Oklahoma City Thunder who bowed out in the first round without without any pomp or circumstance or saying anything to any fans. <laughs> the free agents they have this summer. Uh, Carmelo has a player option for $27.9 <laughs> <million. laughs> No. The biggest lock of the offseason is that he's going to pick that up? Is that true I saw
1: somebody, the other day, somebody today say if he would agree to go to Detroit, which, would Detroit trade Blake Griffin for him?
0: <laughs> people have been trying to get Blake Griffin to Oklahoma City for so long.
1: Yeah. And this is what people, even like Bill Simmons and somebody the other day, they were talking about like trading him to a sorry team and stuff. His no trade clause carries over. He yeah. still has it. So, like, he has to agree
0: where to go. But anyway, yeah, he's picking it up. Uh, Paul George has his player option that he's definitely going to turn down, and uh, did he's you, not coming down the stop. Did no, you see not. his? Did you see his his, uh, his girlfriend or his his wife fiance's Instagram post where uh, he pulled his kids out of OKC schools and he put them into LA schools, and then they're uh, building. They're like building a crib in an LA in their LA home. Are you serious? Yep, I saw it the <laughs> other day. Oh, that's hilarious. She has, I saw it's some... this picture of her like a selfie with like the the location sticker on it. And then it's a, then the next picture is of Paul George putting a crib together, like laying down, like
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. No. Yeah. He, he's not coming back there, but
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think he is either.
1: Remember when some when people in Dallas did a story last, last week about Paul George possibly coming to Dallas. Anyway, keep on going. <laughs>
0: uh, other free agents that they have, Ronnie price, Nick Collison, our boy, Raymond Felton, I love Ray but no Jeremy Grant and Josh Eustace are both unrestricted free agents
1: okay I like both these guys yeah
0: I like both these guys and okay Westbrook's contract is gonna explode this this year <laughs> yeah and you have Carmelo's that's going up and Adams is going up and they have, still have Robertson at 10 million they're they are already in guaranteed contracts or in, in contracts already at 101 million yeah so like they're I, gonna they're gonna probably be at the cap and they have to re-sign all these guys. So Jeremy Grant or Josh Eustace like one of those two guys. I'm interested in both those guys.
1: I have a trivia question for you. All right. Who did Josh Eustace play all four years of college with? Oh, gosh. Uh,
0: all four years. You're exposing my college <laughs> he basketball can't, knowledge. He can't,
1: all four years. Dwight Powell. Stanford. Yeah. He played with Dwight Powell all four years of college. Really?
0: They played together?
1: Yeah, all four years. <laughs>
0: I I don't know if I've watched one Stanford college basketball game ever.
1: I did some like college writing uh, back earlier this season during March Madness. Mavericks had played, and I noticed that I'm like, man, all, every year I looked at Dwight Powell's stats. I'm like, there's Josh Hughes, it's Josh Hughes, there he Josh. Is. Uh But anyway, yeah, I like either one of those guys. I didn't put much down for OKC. The only person is if they decide to really blow it up and trade Stephen Adams. I love Adams. Adams is one of my favorite players in the league. People in Dallas
0: would love him so much.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love Stephen Adams. Just just like I love Draymond
0: Green. Draymond Green's one of my favorite players in the entire league. Oh, my gosh. uh, Isaac, you have the weirdest. Okay, before this podcast, Isaac went on this 10-minute rant about how he hates LeBron James. (laughs) And now he's like, I love Draymond Green. I love Draymond, man. Draymond you is. You hate LeBron.
1: I did. I dislike LeBron on the court. <laughs> LeBron as a human's great. Like it's awesome.
0: Only the only the real ones have gotten this far in the podcast. Yeah, Keep I God, I don't. Have I, anything I would love Jeremy Grant. I think he would be so oh, great yeah. for this team, especially if you get like a uh, if you get like Jaron Jackson, like Jeremy Grant as your four would be super interesting. 4 or backup and definitely your backup 5, like a small ball 5 play 4. If they get Marvin Bagley putting putting Bagley and Jeremy Grant together, that's a little, little switchable 4 5 kind of like bench unit. That could be fun.
1: Another guy that Dorian Finney Smith should like look to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a little bigger than Dorian though. He's he's yeah. got a couple inches on him, but but he man, they should have played him over Mello at the end. They... Yeah, they, they sure. went out swinging with the wrong bat. That's for sure. All right, moving on. The Houston Rockets. I don't think they got. It. I don't think they have anything. I mean, love Clint, Capella, but that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, Clint Capella. but We've talked about him. He's a restricted free agent this summer. Chris Paul's unrestricted. Ariza's is unrestricted. Tark Black is unrestricted. Bob Troy Williams. Gerald Green. Bobby Brown, but not that Bobby Brown. Brendan Wright, our guy. Brendan Wright. I loved. I love Brandon Wright. Joe Johnson. No, no. Okay, listen to the rest of these names that are on this. this oh, Lord. This this these name. are guys that they've paid this year. Cameron Oliver, Demetrius Jackson, Tim Quarterman, Markel Brown, RJ Hunter, Briante Weber. By the way, one time I gave Briante Weber the Wi-Fi code at Summer League. That's weird. <laughs> he was sitting in front of me. Turns turned around and goes, hey, what's the Wi-Fi code? <laughs> He's like, you got the Wi-Fi? I'm like, yeah, I do. And Isaiah Cannon, you remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got nothing except for Clint Capella. That's kind of the only team I'd be really interested in and they're not going to blow it up i mean they're going to bring chris paul back and they're 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 going to be paying some luxury next year hey hey new owner guy congrats
1: empty your pockets boy
0: the last thing that we're going to do tonight is the tonight today whenever you're listening to this morning noon evening afternoon in the shower hello The Minnesota Timberwolves. Of Let's go. The, this
1: is the team I've been waiting for. Of
0: the North. Isaac, go ahead. The uh, They finally, Isaac, they finally get out from under the contract of Nikola Pekovic. Remember this guy? Uh, Remember uh, Pekovic? Remember I Peck? I
1: love Peck, man. I love that guy.
0: They get out from under that contract. Uh, Wiggins' contract explodes after this year. Uh, they have. When two. I
1: think of Peck, I think of one thing. And if you can't remember it, Mavs fans Look up Harrison Barnes' dunk on Pekovic It is one of the nastiest dunks you'll see And it's by far the best dunk in Barnes' career
0: Jamal Crawford's going to turn down his player option Nemanja Bielitza, according to this Is a uh, unrestricted free agent Aaron Brooks, Shabazz Muhammad uh, And Derek Rose <laughs> Again <laughs> <laughs> Unrestricted free agents Bialitsa's kind of interesting But, yeah I mean, yeah, he's he's okay Okay. You've been waiting for this team. Go ahead. Give me, give me what you got on this team. All
1: right. I know I'm gonna lose some some fans here. It's time to go get Andrew Wiggins. What? I'm about him, man. Like, okay, do 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 me a favor. Go compare. People's been throwing around DeRozan's name. We'll talk about Toronto tomorrow. Go compare DeRozan and Wiggins at 22. Their seasons at 20 when they're 22 years old. Wiggins has a little bit better stats in every category than DeRozan did at 22. So, like, it's my here's my only thing with it. Like, I get everything about the worries about Wiggins. But if it becomes literally almost a salary dump or something to where you don't have to give a long-term asset up for him, they want to switch up the tables. They really want – for instance, if it's a deal centered around Wes Matthews and Wiggins – and to where they want to clear up future room. They want a leader guy. They want a better outside shooter, better defender, stuff like that. Dallas is the type of team. And I think Wiggins, in my opinion, Wiggins is one, needs a change of scenery. He's 22 years old. So, like, yeah. if there's a guy, I get everything in the contract thing. I, I totally get that. But just remember, DeRozan sucked when he was 22. And look where he's at now, which is an all-star starter, I think, right? Did, no, did he start? I
0: don't think Whatever. Exactly, but he could have.
1: He could have, like, so and he's really good, so, like, that's the thing, putting him in that core, he's 22, Dennis is 20, he has everything to be a defender. I just think, putting him in a system, getting him out of that, putting him with a coach, a system like Dallas, give him another shot, and yeah, I would, I know, I know, I realize some people are like, you're an idiot for this, but I just can't give up on a somebody of his makeup, a number one pick overall that's twenty two years old, like in he's not Anthony Bennett. Like, you know, like when you saw Anthony Bennett at yeah. this stage, you're like, man, I don't know where he's gonna fit. Like Wiggins can fit. I know where he's gonna everybody. fit Europe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah, okay. Bennett. But yeah, I would say ta- I would take a flyer on him as long as like I wouldn't be giving up a first round pick for him, like you know, something like that. But if it was more of a salary dump for them I would be all about take swinging for the fences with that.
0: The only issue I have with what you just said is you're not taking a flyer on a guy with a five year contract. <laughs> that's not a flyer. That is that's a full fledged commitment. Like if you if you're going for Wiggins and I I think they definitely should. I mean him and him and Barnes would be weird together, but I think it'd be better than your alternative. <laughs> I think it'd be you'd throw those two guys out there and whatever your draft pick is. I feel like that's more interesting than uh, you know just going with nothing you know what i mean or, or whatever yeah. like cat fodder you still have around i i don't think that they'd be so easily to give him up you'd have to get you have to give them some real assets to get him because i think they're they're gonna value him more than just like us as outsiders looking at him being like man he doesn't really fit like that thing with butler him and butler or not you know gelling all this stuff
1: see i think wes would be perfect
0: in the system oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think so and I, too
1: I, I even think dwight Powell would be really good for him too playing with towns like I think you'd be better than Gorgie Chang. Yeah, he
0: do it. He do what they want Gorgie Jang to do, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Except for shooting, he's 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 getting there, but he's had his months. Dwight Powell's had his months of shooting good. Had- I, I'd be I'd be good with that, but you you'd have to like be all in on Andrew Wiggins and think that he is the next, you know, like something that he can be better than this contract.
1: And I I think he could get, put him in Dallas's system with Rick Carlisle and let them say, let's transform you into a, a, a wing defender that can be a second or third scoring option. And I, I'd be all about it. I think a more realistic thing is I think they're going to try to shed Gorgie Jang. Yeah. Would you similar to Alec Burks? Would you take on Gorgie Jang's contract if they gave you the 20th overall pick in the draft? Because they don't want another rookie. They already had Justin Batten that pretty much set out the whole year. They don't play their rookies anyway. So if they can trade this pick and get off the contract of Gorgie Jing, would you would you do that? And I'm not for sure I would.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know either. Another thing about Wiggins is uh, these are the coaches that he's had. He had Flip Saunders. He had Sam Mitchell and now Thibodeau for two years. Yeah. And Thibodeau – People are turning on Thibodeau now. <laughs> super quick, yeah, super quick. But those and are the coaches. Yeah, he he's not really had a coach that's an offensive mind that he can actually like thrive in a system.
1: And that and that's where
0: I think their window. Jimmy Butler's going to be a free agent after next year. So
1: I'm really intrigued to what they do as far as a team wise. Do they sit back and say, okay? Do they want to try to impress Jimmy enough? to where they swing for the fences next year in in a better win now move to where you would trade for somebody like a Wesley Matthews and something else. Or would you hold on to Wiggins with the thought of, you know, if Jimmy does leave, at least we'll still have Wiggins and towns to still be here and like build around, you know, yeah
0: I think that's what they're going to lean towards. They also, they're still probably thinking we got to put somebody on posters after like if Jimmy Butler leaves, but another thing that could help this case and we'll end with this is that All this talk about Carl Towns, Carl Anthony Towns, and how little shots he took, they could completely they could do a Raptors thing this summer where they're like, "All right, we got to revamp this system. We got to change some stuff up. We got to change some culture stuff. Like this is just not working. We have to we have to run through Carl Anthony Towns. That could either drive a wedge through Wiggins or they could be like." He's part of the problem. And not Wiggins is a bad basketball player or anything like that, but that the fact that he takes shots like that and the fact that he's sort of a volume scorer, they could be like, okay, they could identify Wiggins as a thing that they have to remove from that system in order to make that system work. Now, they could do that by making him a sixth man, which I don't think he's going to do, especially on that huge contract. They could do it as staggering their minutes. You know, They could do something like that. Or they could do what Isaac hopes they do and and trade him and send him off somewhere. Uh, Or... What if they're in? Could they possibly be in like a Paul George race? No, no, you don't, I don't think so? It.
1: I just wish they would. I want them to trade Wiggins. I'm still, I'm obviously still a believer in Wiggins. I just want them to trade him somewhere to where he's in a system and he's not, you know, he's not the first or second option. Like he, Dallas, I think, would be a perfect fit for him because he would come into an established system, an elite coach. He would come in and be like, "Hey, be Dennis Smith Jr.'s wingman. Learn from Harrison Barnes. Better more about scoring stuff like that." We have another draft pick coming in. Like it wouldn't, the focus wouldn't be so much on him right away. To where if they traded him somewhere like, I don't know, just some random team like Orlando or something like that with yeah. some brand new head coach, and you're just like, "Here you go." Like I think that would be just horrific for him. But in a system. I think you could see Wiggins take a whole different step in his career path. And, yeah, I I would be about it, even though I know a lot of people are not.
0: Yeah, I'd be about that. It'd be very weird to see Andrew Wiggins learn from his older brother, basketball twin in uh, Harrison Barnes. See, I think DeRozan is his basketball twin more than anybody. Yeah, athletic. That's probably...
1: They can't shoot from the outside as like snipers. They're not speaking of snipers. I have a screenshot to send you. Dorian Finney-Smith's Twitter bio says 6'8 eight sniper." Yeah, it I does. Love... It said that love... for a while. I love you, Dodo. But we gotta get that three-point percentage up a little bit no, higher. don't know. No. he's
0: you. super good in Call of Duty. No, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so anyway, that's our West. I'm obviously in on. Uh, Wiggins for the right price. Now we're saying this now, and if we came out and said we traded our 2019 unprotected pick for Wiggins, I'd be like, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> like something like that. I'd be like no, but like, like for that's the right, not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, for the right price for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. There you go. That's the Western Conference. That's the uh, playoff dead and alive teams. What we think could potentially help the Mavericks this summer. We'll do the Eastern Conference teams either. We'll do it either Wednesday or Thursday. Probably, th- probably probably wednesday or thursday well i'll just leave it at eastern that. conference uh, Yeah, yeah eastern conference and we're gonna still gonna do a mailbag got a couple of questions super excited about that uh so go ahead go to at nick van exit at isaac harris nba at lockdown Mavs. send your questions got some good ones i'm excited to get to those peace out boom